Hey there, I'm Abel and I'm one of the pastors here at HTBB and it's a joy to be speaking to you today for the first Sunday of 2022. So happy new year. I wonder how you feel about the year ahead. You know, at the start of every year, we often fall into certain tendencies. Some of us have already hit the gym for the first time this year. Well done to you. But if that's you, I'd like to ask a favor from you from on behalf of all those who haven't yet exercised since Christmas like me. Could you please not post your workout pictures on Instagram until you've exercised consistently for at least three months? Someone once said, a New Year's resolution is something that comes in one year and out the other. I'm sorry, that's my first bad joke of the year. And then some of us are still reeling from the events of the past two years. As threats of infections, worries about the economy continue to lurk in the corners. Today, I want to speak to you about an ancient, unchanging principle that the Bible refers to time and time again to teach us about how to live fully and fruitfully in and out of season. It is arguably the most important principle you can invest in at the start of a new journey. In fact, so important is it that at the beginning of human civilization, as Noah and his family were beginning to start a new era of their lives, God said, as long as the earth endures, that's a pretty long time, seed time and harvest, coal and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Long before we were born and long after we are gone, this principle will continue to exist as part of how God designed our universe. This is the principle of sowing a seed and reaping a harvest. My message to you today is entitled, Seed and Reap. Let's read from Galatians 6 verse 7 to 10. It says in verse 7, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Amen. Here are three truths about the law of seed time and harvest. Truth number one is what you reap is what you sow. You know, everything, everything begins with a seed. Every one of us have the potential of seeds. There are ideas, our resources, our experiences, our presence, our connections, our words, our time. The potential for impact and good that is this very church alone is atomic. But sadly, the Bible warns that many of us will not sow the seeds already in our hands or invest them into the right places. And so Paul writes that the ancient lie of the enemy is to make us waste the seeds of our potential. And then he writes in bold, do not be deceived. What you reap is what you sow. What you put into the ground eventually becomes what you have all around. Notice that the passage doesn't begin from the position of whether we have seeds to sow, but instead it talks about where we will sow them. You already have the seeds in your hands. 
over the course of this coming year, we will all be sowing seeds in multiple places of our careers, our family lives, our friendships, our relationships, our health and diet, what we watch, read and listen to. But Paul writes that we will ultimately sow into two types of grounds, the flesh or the spirit. You see, we all have seeds of potential. Everything starts from a seed, but nothing happens until you release the seed. Paul reminds us that it matters where you sow the seeds. Sow into the flesh and you will reap destruction. Sow into the spirit and you will reap life. Our seeds are either our potential for goodness or for self-gain. And what we give is what we get. And so if I sow seeds of lying, I will reap lies. If I sow seeds of gossip, I will reap gossip. This is a timeless principle. Anyone who talks about others to you will often talk about you to others. A man reaps what he sows. If I sow seeds of uh, judgment, I will reap the same. Jesus said, for in the same way that you judge others, you'll be judged. And with the same measure you use, it'll be measured to you. You know, there was once a little boy who went to school for the first time. And when he returned home from school, his mother asked him, how was it, son? And he said, there are so many people who are too judgmental, mom. And she said, how do you know? He said, I can tell just by looking at them. We can be so easily desensitized to sowing bad seeds. But here Paul reminds us that you will get what you give because the Lord honors our actions and gives us agency for our choices. Why? Because we have been given the dignity of choice. So we can sow into the Spirit. You know, if I sow into the Spirit, the things of life and love, I will reap life. It was in Hosea 10 verse 12 uh, that said, Sow righteousness for yourselves and reap the fruit of unfailing love. Break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until He comes and showers His righteousness on you. If I sow effort, I will reap excellence. If this year I sow initiative, I will reap influence. If I sow consistency, I will reap trust. If I sow righteousness, I will reap a harvest of love. You know, I love the story of Jason Vergara, an amazing leader from the Philippines who came from a humble background, but who sowed into his community over the pandemic. Over the past two years, as the world shut down, as communities became more isolated than ever, Jason tracked the mountains of Cebu in Philippines from village to village, some hours apart, to run small groups of Alpha. One of them was even run under a mango tree. But out of this, as he sowed seeds of righteousness, as he invested into the lives of people who often couldn't repay him back for his kindness, over 1,500 youth in rural communities were reached with a message of love and hope amid a time of struggle. Nothing you sow is ever wasted. It was the coach, Lou Holtz, who wrote that there are three rules of life that never go out of fashion, in and out of season. To do what is right, to do everything to the best of your ability, and to show people that you care. 
Jesus would later echo this principle of seed time and harvest by saying, do unto others whatever you would have them do to you. The second truth of the law of seed and reap is what you reap is later than what you sow. In verse 9, Paul writes, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You know, this is perhaps the most challenging part of sowing. Between the seed sown and the harvest reaped, there is always a delay. But your ability to wait purposefully will make all the difference. But also your faith to wait is pleasing to God because it is only possible with a posture of surrender and a hope in His providence. So James writes, this hope looks like the hope of a farmer who sows seeds. In James 5 verse 7, he says, See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and late rains. You know, often the reaping will happen a lot later than the sowing. And this is why sowing is an act of faith that pleases God. Faith sees what isn't there yet and plans for the future that, that hasn't yet come because faith knows that it will. In the gallery of the Academy of Florence stands an impressive sculpture of marble called David, created by the Italian artist Michelangelo. Standing at over five meters in height, weighing over six tons, this statue is visited by about 1,200,000 people every single year. But the origin story behind this work of art is even more impressive. It was the Italian artist Michelangelo who carved it from formless stone. He once said, and I quote, every block of stone has a statue inside it, and it is the task of a sculptor to discover it. I saw the angel in the marble, and I carved it until I set him free. Maybe today you are faced with what seems like an insurmountable block of rock, a formless uncertainty. You can know today that there is an angel inside the marble, waiting to be carved out, waiting to be set free. A habit to grow, a non-profit to start, a friendship to invest in, a book to write, a skill to sharpen, a class to teach. It will take time and waiting, but don't give up. Don't walk away from what God has already given to you this year. Don't believe the lie that the seed is dead. Why? Because it often looks like death before it looks like harvest time. Every reward is preceded by surrender. Jesus himself said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Today, we can pray for faith to see as we see it. You see, we can always reap in a different season than when we sow. But God can give you the faith to wait patiently as He does the work in the ground of our hearts. This principle, this principle of the wait between seed time and harvest applies to every part of our lives. It applies from dating to money management, from personal growth to our careers. You see, faith believes that after I have released the seed, God is working while I'm waiting. But first, I must be willing to release the seed. 
Today, I believe God's challenging you to step out in boldness this year, to sow the seeds already in your hands. Maybe you're sowing in a secret place today. Maybe you're serving faithfully when no one is seeing it. Maybe you don't feel successful according to the world's definition of success. Your hope will not put you to shame. Some of us have been waiting for years, planting seeds faithfully in the unseen places of the last two years, unsure of whether our labor of love will bear any fruit. You need to know today that God will not be mocked. He will do exactly what He says He will do. And the promise of Scripture is as we sow in the Spirit, He will establish the work of our hands. At the proper time, it says in Scripture, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You may think, but what if what I have is so small and so insignificant? God says, what you may say is small is supply. This brings me to the third truth of the law of seed time and harvest. What you reap is greater than what you sow. Firstly, what you reap is what you sow. Secondly, what you reap is later than what you sow. And thirdly, what you reap is greater than what you sow. All throughout the scripture, the pattern is clear. God rewards human obedience with divine providence. But He doesn't just match your gift. He is a God who multiplies. Once in the Gospels, Jesus took what belonged to a little boy and multiplied five loaves of bread and two fish to feed thousands who were hungry and left with nothing to eat. It only takes a seed to meet a need. It's been said, sow a thought and you reap an act. Sow an act and you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character. Sow a character and you reap a destiny. So what you sow, you get more of the same. Paul writes, don't waste it on selfish desires, but release it for good. You see, every seed has exponential potential. It was the, vo the poet uh, Victor Hugo who wrote, nothing is more powerful than an idea whose time has come. Every forest once began as a seed. Every musician began with a single note. Every book with its first sentence. And I believe that God is starting something significant for our church and for our community this year if we would be faithful to release the seeds He has given to us. In verse 10, Paul writes, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. And God's saying to us today, seize every opportunity to plant the seed of goodness. Raise to give to others because you may not have the opportunity to do it again. Then watch and wait and see what God will do in your life and the world around you. Why? Because God is not mocked. He will establish the work of His hands. This principle of the seed is that the seed has to first be released before its potential is unleashed. Very often, God doesn't give us our blessing in the form of fully formed plants, but in the form of seeds that will grow into fruit-bearing trees. So today, if you think your contribution is small, do not despise the days of small beginnings. God can do more with our little than we can do with our much. What you give to Jesus, He makes more. 
Earlier, I said that Jesus himself spoke of the law of seed time and harvest many times. He said to his disciples, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. A grain of wheat that falls to the ground and dies can produce much grain. But here's the thing. Jesus was really talking about himself as the grain of wheat that was going to fall to the ground and die. The seed of David, the seed of Abraham that promised Messiah who was prophesied to come for centuries would be sacrificed to produce a harvest of fruit. On the cross, as Jesus hung for us, he took our sin and our shame as he offered himself to God. By his death, the veil separating us from God was torn into two and new life was born in us. Jesus was the seed that fell to the ground and produced new life in us. And today, as we come to him with what is in our hands, we pray, come Lord Jesus, give us faith to release the seed and unleash what you will do in our lives. Amen. Let's pray. We pray, come Holy Spirit, give us faith, give us strength, help us to see what you can see. We wait for you. I think the Lord's challenging some of us today to step out of our comfort zone. And I think that in the last few years, um, you've been doing a particular craft, um, you've been in a particular uh, pattern of, of work and skill, um, but you've had in your heart for a while now this idea of stepping out into a completely different field and uh, you've had different signs and confirmations over the last few months about this as well. All you need now is to release the seed to sow. And so I want to pray for you, uh, for courage for the year ahead, that this would be that year that you would step out of the comfort zone. I, I also want to uh, just pray a prayer of encouragement for people who have been sowing seeds over the last two years in the unseen places. And I think the Lord is saying to you, this is your year of harvest. This is the year that the sprout will emerge from the ground. And I think it comes with great joy and excitement, but it also comes with new challenges and struggles. And the Lord will give you new strength for this season ahead. And then finally, I just had a sense that um, someone watching um, online right now, uh, you are currently uh, by the beach side, um, you're in an island somewhere, uh, and there is a sense of loneliness that is just surrounding you, that um, while uh, you, sh you should be happy by all accounts, deep inside, you're feeling extremely lonely. And the Lord would have you know that He is close to you, that He is with you, that He is God with you. So Jesus, we just thank you that you are the Lord of the harvest. And we say, send us into the harvest to do your work. Lord, we thank you for the seeds of potential already in our hands. And we pray that this would be the year of growth, of new life, of abundant life and purpose. 
in Jesus' name. Amen.